Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. A monk was strolling through the garden at the Zen monastery, listening to music. He stopped when passing another monk who motioned for him to remove his earbuds. What are you doing? The second monk asked. I'm listening to music and meditating, answered the first. Do you have permission from the master to do this? The second monk asked. But of course, replied the first monk. I find it hard to believe that the master would allow you to do such a thing, the second monk said. I was denied this very privilege just yesterday. Well, how did you raise the question with the master? The first monk asked. I approached him and I asked, when I am meditating on my walks through the garden, is it okay to listen to music? The Zen master told me, absolutely not. That's odd, the first monk replied. I approached the master and said, when I'm walking in the garden, listening to music, is it okay for me to meditate? And he replied, certainly. Often the answers that you receive are determined by how you ask your questions. In this scenario, just switching the subject of the question to spotlight the thing you know your audience agrees with dramatically changes the success of your response. Here's the next one. Harvard psychologist Ellen Langer performed an experiment. She approached people waiting in line to use the copy machine and asked, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the copy machine? 60% of people said yes and let her cut in line. Under similar circumstances, she did the same thing, but instead asked, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because I have to make some copies? In this case, an overwhelming 93% said yes and allowed her to cut in line. A success rate increased by over 50% and nearly 100% compliance. So what happened in the increased yes response? What made it increase so dramatically? It is a well-known principle that people like to have a reason. A reason helps people make a decision, justify their decisions and activate their action. Even more significant in this experiment is because I have to make some copies. That doesn't even provide any new information. It doesn't actually give a reason. It is because of the word because. It is usually followed by a justifiable reason, so it has become, for most people, just a trigger, automatic, one that automatically uh, has us have a compliant response. Think about that as you attempt to influence people to show up on time, deliver on deadlines, pick up milk on the way home, to clean their room, to finish their vegetables or whatever. Follow your request with because. And the last one to take with you on your day and your future, this one comes from my friend, Daniel Pink. Suppose that you're a parent with a teenage daughter and her room is an absolute disaster. It looks like a bomb went off in there and you want your daughter to clean her room. You're trying to persuade her to clean her room. So how do you do it? Well, you could try to bribe her, that might, work sometimes, but eventually it doesn't. You could try to threaten her, that might work sometimes, but eventually it doesn't. You could try to shame her by telling her how one is going to uh, never wanna be with her because she's such a mess. <laughs> that will cause you much uh, expense in future therapy bills, so you don't wanna do that. Instead, you can ask your daughter two questions. Let's say her name is Macy, spelled with a Y. Here are the questions that you can ask. Macy, on a scale of one to 10, one meaning I'm not ready at all, 10 meaning I'm ready to do it right now, how ready are you to clean your room? Now, Macy's a teenager, so she's not gonna give you a 10 or a nine or even a five. Maybe she'll give you a two. This is where your rage reaction has to be stamped out a bit. What, a two? When you have that hellhole in there? 
No, instead, just ask the second question. You say, okay, Maisie, so you're at two. Why didn't you pick a lower number? And here's when the magic happens. Maisie has to explain why she isn't a one. So she starts to say, well, I guess if my room were cleaner, I wouldn't be so embarrassed when my friends come over. I, I, I guess it would be easier for me to get ready in the morning. And I guess I do like it when things are more organized. You see, with that second question, why didn't you pick a lower number? Maisie begins articulating her own reasons for doing something. And that is the key right there. In sales, persuasion, and influence, you need to lead people to their own reasons for doing something. They will do things for their reasons, but not for yours. All you can do is expertly guide them to their reasons. And these two questions will help you do just that. By the way, even if Maisie is an uber snarky kid and says, one, here's what you can say to Maisie. Okay, Maisie, what can we do to make it a two? And with that, often what Maisie will say is, well, I guess maybe if you and mom helped me for 15 minutes to get this started, or maybe if I didn't have to set the table and take out the trash tonight, maybe that would free up some time for me. Now the example that I just had you do with parenting, you can do this most anywhere with most anyone. You might not wanna whip this out every single persuasive encounter, but you can use it to persuade your boss. You can use it to persuade a reluctant prospect in a sales encounter. You can use it to persuade a neighbor who's resisting moving his or her garbage cans. The key here, as Dan points out, we tend to think persuasion is something one person does to another, but that's not true at all. Persuasion is really something that people do for themselves. And your job as the persuader as the salesperson, as the leader, as the parent, or even good friend, is to guide people to their own reasons for wanting to do something, one that also benefits you. So come on, that's good stuff right there, right? You can take today's quick mentor session to the bank over and over and over again if you choose to use what you learned here today. Darren Daly is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Hey, since we're on the topic of winning friends and influencing folks, if you haven't seen the training I did on persuasion, how to get anybody to say yes to you, then I will post a link to it below. If you need to close a big sale or ask for a raise or negotiate a contract or influence your team members to do what it is that you want or convince your spouse or friends to do what you want or get your kids to do what you want, you'll want the tips provided in this series. The training is free. It's my treat. Enjoy. To get access to the free training series Darren mentions in the episode, go to darrenhardy.com forward slash persuasion.